yo, 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 what is up podcast, how you guys doing man, listen, this is the smoking section where we bring you the hottest topics, yeah, with fire conversation, hoping to stimulate your mind, man, yeah, we out here just trying to live our life, dude, I'm your host, Big Corpse, the one and only, yeah, listen, during this time of great peril around the world, I want to say I love you. I want to say I hope everyone's doing all right. Yeah, like, it's, it's a really crazy time right now in America. Like, really, really crazy time around the world. And it's very humanizing. And I, I love it. Like, to, to an extent, I love this shit. You know what I mean? Because people are so friendly and everyone's kind of, like, slowing down and taking their time and, and being courteous and being thoughtful and, and emphatic to others in their struggles. Yeah, like... Like, I don't know, it's just really heartwarming to me. But this episode is a 2.0 of an episode I did a few days ago. Um, oh, dude, I don't even know how long it's been. Um, but it happened recently. It's one of my more recent episodes. But uh, I had a couple people hit me up on Instagram and were like, yo, I want you to talk more about this. Right? And they were like, some of them were like, kind of like dear friends to me. And they just want to hear more of my perspective on things on this topic. And I'm, I'm really glad that they're open to hearing about it. Because it's, it's not something that I talk about a lot, honestly. Um, really, not at all. But uh, it's, it's getting over a relationship. You know what I mean? And, and you know, my, my close friends knew, you know, knew about my, my ex. The mother of my child. You know what I mean? And it's... And I hate to bring her up, you know what I mean? Because I don't want to ever make it seem like she's this bad person. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So before we even get into this conversation today, I want to make sure that that's clear. I'm not here to make anybody look like a bad person. Yeah, I'm just speaking on my experiences where that relationship led me through. And I was in that relationship for five years, a little over five years, you know, considering the time we kind of casually dated before we made it official. Um, and... You know, two things that I talked about before on the last episode. One was, you know, make sure that you have a friend that, that keeps you straight, right? That doesn't encourage you to, to perform lower level, lower frequency, lower planet type of activities, right? Things that could lead you in harm's way, right? Or, or lead you to do things that you might not be so proud of in the morning, right? And, and also things like... Like, you know, the, the thing is this, the thing is, the thing I want to make clear on this episode is this, is that we all heal in our own way, right? Is we all heal in our own way. And the biggest thing that I want to make sure that I talk to people is, and, and, and just hope that I can convey this, this understanding that to understand that it's okay, the ways that we choose to heal as long as they are positive, right if you're hurting people along the way of your healing then i think you might need to reevaluate the ways in which you choose to come over these hardships right because crossing the bridge and crossing the bridge and burning it is two different things there's two different things happening right and in the long road and in the long road is more detrimental, right? There's one that's a little more detrimental. 
healing should bring, bring peace not only to yourself, but the people around you, your closest friends. You're finding your peace, finding your happiness should, be, should bring happiness to the others around you as well, right? And I know we try to live in these non-judgmental manners and, and these ways of idealism, you know what I mean? But unfortunately, we are materialistic by our nature, you know what I mean? And by this earthly nature, let me say. And we can't help, you know, we can't help these things that we feel. And if our healing is causing pain and is causing grief, then we need to reevaluate these things. Yeah? For example, the drinking example. Me going out and drinking to get over an ex, yes, might bring me a, a, a partial and momentary source of healing. But in the long run, I'm doing, I'm doing damage to my own body, right? My liver and the possibility of blacking out, right? I'm a little inebriated and my, my center of gravity isn't all the way in. So I may fall over. I may do this or I may do that, right? You, you think of, you think of things that might throw you into a a perpetual circular thought pattern, right? Especially when we're, when we've had some intoxicants in our, in our body. And that's just us, right? That's just damage to our own. Now, our friends, right? If our healing is choosing to smoke crack, we're hurting our friends by, by, by watching them begin to have a distaste for our presence. We're hurting them by saying, hey, man, like, you know, they might look at you and be like, hey, man, I love you, but, you know, I can't be around you if you're doing these drugs or if you're drinking like this, if you're drinking all the time can't be around you man you know what I mean and if healing is is by you speaking to somebody about it on a consistent basis that might even lead to hurting them too right especially if you choose to bash that person right so for me for example you know I could go to my best friend my best friend Thomas I could go to him and be like you know oh you know, this, this, that, and the third, you know, after a while, he's, he's going to look at me and be like, dude, get over it. Like he already has. I'm so glad I have him in my life. Cause he's helped me so much. You know, he's like, yo, dude, not today. Let's not, let's not talk about this today. Like I want to, I came here to hang out with you, not hear about her, you know? And he's definitely somebody whose shoulder I cried on. He's definitely somebody who, you know, during the real tough times after the breakup, would, you know, pick me up and take me out or, you know, make sure I was eating. He would hit me up and be like, hey, dog, have you eaten? But, oh, yeah, you know, woo, woo, woo. But he was really on me. He was really, you know, really trying to be there for me. And I, I can never thank him enough for it, you know, because the less I obsessed over these thoughts, the less lower type frequency days I was having, you know, because these thoughts, you guys know how it goes. You get into these thought patterns, it goes into a circle and then all day you're thinking about it all day from the day, from the time you start until the time you go to sleep, you're just thinking about the shit all day, all day, all day. And 
It's just not a way to live, right? And so choosing those forms of healing could be doing you bad, right? So as we're out there trying to heal from these traumas and this pain and this, you know, these betrayals and all this stuff, you know, we got to be, we got to be mindful in the ways in which we choose to heal. The biggest, the biggest mistake a lot of people make think, well, I'm healing and it doesn't matter how these other people feel. You know, it matters how I feel. And which is true, but that's also very selfish to the people who care about you. Right. And I, I have now grown to very believe is that we, we get into these, these, these thought patterns. We get into this type of behavior. We get into this, you know, oh, well, I'm just trying to heal and it's okay if I hurt other people because we're, we're become, we're trying to be selfish with our emotions. We're trying to be selfish with our love. And yes, that is an essential part, right? But I know from experience, right, that when I broke my arm, that shit hurt when they popped it back in place and stuffed it into a cast, right? Or you have a cavity in your tooth that hurts. And it hurts, right? We don't want to go to the dentist and get it yanked out because it hurts. But little do we know, you know, you experience that discomfort for a little bit, but in the long run to never have to feel that ever again. So for me, I feel that we need to choose the healing processes that cause us the most discomfort up front, right? Emotional discomfort, right? So things like, uh, like one thing that I did with, uh, with my ex is I looked through all of our pictures. I looked through all of them and I try to recall the day in which that was taken, right? I try to recall some of them I couldn't. Some of them I couldn't, and it made that picture that much more special because the memory in my head had faded. But that glimpse of that moment made it so special. Like That's what makes a picture so special. It's a glimpse of time. It's a moment that we capture. And I went, I, I flipped, I fingered through all these pictures, you know, looked at the back of them and saw the little messages we wrote on them or the dates or, or what we were doing that day, you know. And sometimes it would key something in my head, you know. You, those are the things that you do. You look through their Instagram, you look through their Twitter, you know, for inspiration not or, or a remembrance of that love. Yeah, and like, kind of, just kind of let it burn a little bit. You know, that was for me. This is what's worked for me, right? I look through our old videos on my phone, you know, old videos of us together out here, out there, little secret videos I took of her sleeping or little secret videos I took of her just standing there, you know? things you do to have on your phone you know and then delete them motherfuckers <laughs> yeah that was that was me that was me that was me it caused me a lot of discomfort and it caused me a lot of a lot of pain you know deleting them and knowing that I'll never I'll never see those memories ever again right I'll never have those memories back unless they pop up somewhere you know what I mean? Like on Facebook or something. But that's only once a year. You know? So some of these things, I'll... I'll more than more than likely, 98% of this stuff, I'll never see again, ever again. That content of our relationship. And, you know, I threw away pictures. I threw away the birthday cards. 
I threw away, you know, and I don't say that to, to like gloat, you know, I'm saying that like in a sense as if I just ripped off my own finger. Yeah. Because these things were the grip of my life. Like they, she was all I knew. I went from a, a fucking, you know, a 22 year old boy. I was a 22 year old boy. A boy, a little boy, 22 years old, brand spanking fucking new. And went through this process of loving her. You know what I mean? And this process of life. And it was the greatest thing I've experienced up to, up into this point, you know? And especially the birth of my son. And those are those are some of the things that I had to let go of. I had to let go of it. Had to. It caused me the most discomfort, but it was also the most uh it was the most healthy for my body, right? There was no consumption of alcohol or narcotics or, or, or you know, being in a high-volume high area or being somewhere where I could put myself at risk. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the worst place to read old love letters is on the edge of a bridge. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I wasn't doing any of that. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't partaking in high-risk behavior like that. Uh, do things like, you know, reminisce. Go to all the old places where you guys would hang out. Eat dinner there alone. You know? Spend that time alone in that place. Yeah? And and I, I, I promise, like, you'll see that. You, you, won't, you won't shy away from those places anymore. You know what I mean? Like, for a while, and even still now... Right now, that right now, there's places I won't go. I won't go there because that was places me and her would go, and it just hurts too much, right? Like there's this favorite, my favorite sushi joint, right there in Oxnard, right? And I fucking love that place, but I won't go there. I haven't been, um, and it's because me and her would go there, and you know we had her birthday there one time, and we did Valentine's Day there one time, and. And all that, you know, I had I had a chance to go to Disneyland, right after our breakup, and I didn't go because it was like that was that's where me and her would go, and it just, you know, it sucked, it sucked, and it it still sucks, you know, because I love Disneyland, but we had so many good times there, me and her, you know, and I know I'll go back, but when I'm ready. You know what I mean? When I feel comfortable. And right now I don't. And I think the next part is, is that right there. Is this understanding where you're at in your healing process. Yeah. Like a lot of us, I'm, I'm guilty of this, right? So again, I will speak from my own experience. A lot of us are guilty of thinking that somebody can heal us. That they can make us better. That you know, you, you step, you start liking them because they make you feel good. They make you forget about the ex, right? The things they would say or the things they would do. They make you forget about all that, right? So you, you begin this affectionate interest towards them. Now things are becoming a little more serious. There's, 
you're surprised by the good morning and good night texts. They make you feel good. You haven't had them in a while, right? They're calling you beautiful, gorgeous, and handsome, and all these, all these wonderful things, you know, and showering you with this affection. Then, which leads to that moment where you're either going to begin to date or not. And back in the back, back, back part of our mind, there's a part of us that says, well, I don't know. And then there's a part of us that says, well, they can fix you. They can heal you. Look at how good they already make you feel. You'll forget about it. And there, and in that conflict of conflicting idea, there's a pro- that, that's a problem. In that confliction, there's a problem there. I can turn into a serious issue. And it turns into the serious issue, like I said in the last episode, is when we begin to project this shining knight in shining armor type of ideology onto them. They're not here to fix us. They're not here to make us better. They're not here to, you know, anything like that. We should be whole. We should be whole when stepping into a relationship. We should be happy through and through not happy when we're you know getting complimented or happy when we're getting this or being showered with that we should be happy standing on our own two feet on a rainy day out in the rain we should be able to stand in the rain and be happy like damn this rain is amazing i hope that's making sense to everybody right that even if you're having a shit day you're still you yourself are happy you're just having a bad day right because I, when, you know, so going, so the main part about that is understanding where you're at in your healing process. There's certain things I still don't do. There's, I have not been out on a date, right? We're going, we're close to month four of me being single. Woo-woo. We're close to month four now. And I, I still haven't, I just still have, I haven't. I haven't wanted to go on a date. I don't think I could handle it. The pressure, you know, of of going out and dressing up and doing this and doing that. I just couldn't handle it. And we need to remember that our healing process is not determined by any other person. It should not be determined by any other person. Not their schedule or what they want. Our healing is based on how we feel standing on our own two feet. How we feel looking at ourselves in the mirror. Not by how, how special somebody makes you feel. Right. If you give them, you're handing them the power. If you do that, if you step into a relationship, step into something else, without being completely whole, you give them this power of your of your happiness. Right. And then this knight in shining armor turns into a dictator very quickly. I know. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. Done that. Right. I've stepped into a relationship and was whole. 
It's been a while. It's been a while. But I stepped in whole. And I mean that I was it was a very healthy relationship. And I I mean, yeah, I screwed that up. I screwed that up. Right? And that is another part of this that I wanna I wanna touch on too is We have to own responsibility for the shit that we do in our relationships. We have to take, like, really take responsibility, right? Now, like right now, when I spoke about about my one of my other past relationships, I said, I fucked that up. And I will never say, I will never, ever, ever say that I was a perfect man in me and my ex's relationship. I'll never say that. Ask anybody who's near me or anybody in my family. When I, when I disclose any information about what, what was going on or things that have happened or things that have transpired, I always speak on my own sins first. I always speak on my own sins first. And it's, it's to honor her. Right? Because I could sit here and divulge all these things that were said and done and revealed and la la la. But if I don't, and, and what, what's that going to do? All that's going to do is paint her out as this horrible person. But if you divulge, if you speak about what you did, if you talk about where you went wrong, you know what that makes you? It makes you honest. You know, I'd much rather be an honest motherfucker. Yeah? Holding ourselves accountable, right, not only gives us a place in morality, it helps us learn. We become more educated through our mistakes, through our shortcomings, right? When you worry about what you did wrong, the power of where they went wrong kind of begins to lose its grip, right? You begin to judge them less for what they did. There's less hatred and animosity and and uh, there's another word that I'm looking for. Distaste and discomfort at the thought or within the presence of these people. Because I like, for me, for example, I have to be in her presence you know, about eight, six to eight times a week, you know, picking up and dropping off my son. And, you know, at first it was like super high tense and like, you know, well, first it was sad, you know, I wanted to be with her. I wanted to love her and I wanted her to love me and I wanted to fix things and I, you know, all this stuff, you know, and, but I had already pushed her too far away you know, during our relationship, I had already pushed her too far away, and, and in the end, you know, I, 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 that's what I wanted, right, and so seeing her was very intense at first, right, because all I, all I could understand was, you know, I'm sad, then it became very tense, and very, like, hostile, and very nippy, and, you know, very, like, rawr, because I just looked at the things, you know, that she was doing now and, and how she decided, to, you know, whatever. And I, I, all I could do was point the finger at her, 
and, and bad you, bad you, right? And then I began to, I began to heal more, right? And in that healing, I began to point at myself and say, well, you know what, you did this too, and you know what, you did that, and you know, you did this, and yeah, sure, she did this, and she did that, but you did that, and you did this, like, you know, two wrongs don't make a right, right, so ain't nobody right in none of this, right, like, I started this off with, like, I started off with, see, I told you, I'm gonna keep it, a, I'm gonna keep it a fucking buck with you guys, bro, I'm never gonna sit here and bash on her without, without being honest with myself, because it's the way that I heal, this is, it's dead ass how I got over a five-year relationship, with the mother of my child. A nigga really had to look at himself in the mirror and be like, you know what? A lot of this is your fault too. 50% of this is your fault too. 50% of this is my fault, right? Just like 50% of it is her fault, right? And with this, with this one, this is the tricky one. This, I, I feel like out of everything I've mentioned in these, in these two episodes... This is the trickiest of them all. Because we want we want people to apologize to us. We want them to own up to their actions. And sometimes they just won't. And it'll cause frustration. And in that frustration, when you see them or you're around them, it will bring you back to level one. Like I was saying, it'll bring you back to level one where you where you are hostile and you're just like man fuck you I can't stand you right so for somebody like me that can be a very vicious cycle to continue to go through because I have to see her I have to have to I have to be around her I mean I fucking love I like I I, I love the girl she's the mother of my child and she's a good mama I mean on a personal level no I mean no, no, <laughs> no, no, right? You guys get me? Like, I've healed to the point where I'm good. I'm good being around her. I know I know how much I loved her. I know I loved her. Yeah, I fucking goddamn head over heels for the fucking girl. You guys should have seen me. You know, y'all would have been like, damn, this motherfucker's crazy. Y'all should have seen me, man. I was crazy for this girl. And that's okay. I'm not anymore. And that's okay, Right? Because I realized she has her own shit to learn. I had my own shit to learn. We're learning it. I'll never, you know, I've apologized to her. I'll never have the apologies that I feel that I deserve. And you know what? That's okay. Right? It's not my job to get her to learn anything. It's not my job. She'll learn it on her own time. Right? And if she never does, well, goddamn, that's, that's all right. That's all right. That's all right, baby. It's all right. Right? So all my people out there, you know, the biggest... The biggest, you know, overall rapping idea about it is, is just, you want to get over a relationship, man? Just heal. Just heal. And it's going to make you uncomfortable. You're going to have to do things that you don't want to do. You're going to have to hurt a little bit. You know what I mean? But if you do it, you'll be able, you, you'll be so strong afterwards. And this is strength that will last you a lifetime. So don't miss the opportunity. All right? I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm about to hop off and smoke one. I hope you guys have a good night, all right? Listen, have a great day, week, month, year, life. This has been the smoking section with your boy Corpse. I'll holler at y'all on the flip side, all right? Stay motivated. Bang!
Yo, what up, everybody? I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. I mean the world to me. If you guys could just retweet, share it, tell your friends about it, and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you guys are listening to this to. Again, it would mean the world, man, and I truly appreciate every single one of you. All right? Have a blessed day.